Hey, and welcome to Let's Talk CPF, a podcast where we bring conversations on CPF to your ears. Brought to you by the CPF Board, this podcast will answer common questions, offer tips, and feature interviews with industry experts on CPF and financial planning. Thanks for listening and let's get straight into today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk CPF. I'm Andrea from CPF Board. Now with unemployment rates almost reaching pre-pandemic numbers, what does it mean for those who are taking the next step in their career? How can we take that leap with confidence? I have Chi Leong, a career coach with WSG Workforce Singapore, here with us today. Okay, so I understand you've been a career coach at WSG for about 10 years. So how exactly does someone become a career coach? Okay, for myself, previously I was from the tech industry. And back then, I was working within the same organisation. There was an opportunity for me to transit to a different role. So during that time, in my course of work, okay, I also got to know the operations at the ground. For example, what WSG does in the career centres. It is through the exposure that I find that the groundwork is actually more meaningful. So I decided to make the change. And since then, I understand that you have actually helped to assist close to 2,000 job seekers in their job search journey. That's a lot of people. And it's something which is very different from what you used to do within WSG itself. So what actually motivates you to continue helping? The nature of work is really very different. Coming from a tech background, in the past, I was really more of project managing, IT projects. It is largely working with internal colleagues. So as a career coach, we really help people at the ground. The kind of reach that you can make is really quite different. So what exactly is a career coach? And in what situation would I actually approach WSG to seek guidance from a career coach? Basically, what a career coach does is we provide advice, guidance and support to people along their job search journey. So that involves helping them to figure out what they want to do in their career, uh, exploring on the job market for uh, different options, down to the planning stage where we help them to work on their resume and also preparing them for interviews until eventually they manage to secure employment. So that's kind of like the whole process of what we do. So, every one of us have very different career aspirations and we always have this idea of the dream job. Everyone has it, even I do. And I kind of think I'm living my dream job right now. In your opinion, do you think the dream job exists and what exactly is a dream job? A dream job okay, actually varies among individuals. So, it could depend on the individual's circumstances, priorities, as well as other commitments. So, for example, for job seekers who are looking for career and income stability, a dream job might be one with plenty of opportunities for career growth. So, I do see younger job seekers who prioritize meaning in the job that they do, such as whether the job aligns with their beliefs and aspirations. So, finding the right job fit, for example, how a company's vision fits into their own personal values, that can also be an important consideration. For those with young children, they may prioritise work-life balance. A job with flexible work arrangements may definitely be more appealing to job seekers who may have caregiving or parenting commitments. 
But however, we do encourage job seekers to also be more open with their choices and be willing to adjust some of their expectations. Like for example, when we are transiting to a different job role or having to take on a lower pay, if this helps them to meet some of their priorities in life. The definition really is very personal to each and every one of us. And I think the first thing we kind of need to do is to really figure out exactly what really connotes as our own version of a dream job. It could be financial stability. It could be, you know, passion and meaning driven. And I think, you know, one is not better than the other. And am I right to say that, you know, it's totally fine for it to change along the way as long as we are actually aware of it and seek what we actually want? Yes, you are right to say that. The definition of a dream job, in fact, is different for every individual. A person's dream job could be for him to earn a lot of money, to retire early and pursue his passion of travelling the world in style. While another person's dream job could be something that offers him the stability of lifelong employment and a roof over his head. Along the journey, there will be times that we might feel that, hey, you know, the current job that we are in right now is really not something that we see ourselves doing in the long term. And I guess as we work, our priorities do change, our values do change as well. So if we feel that, you know, something else might be better, I think that would be a good time to really consider. So this is a bit of an unrelated question. But in that sense, if, you know, I am someone, for example, who has this thing where I need to have meaning in my job. My job needs to have a sense of purpose because it aligns with the beliefs that I have in my life. So one day I wake up and I realize that, hey, you know what? I am not getting that sense of purpose or meaning from my job. How would I know it's the right time to quit? And is it even like something that might pass? Mm, well, you may want to ask yourself a few questions. Firstly, what are your motivations for working? What are you working towards to? And how can your job help you to move closer to your life goals? So one practical way to define a dream job okay, is the more you work, the happier you are. You feel challenged, you sense the growth, and the job aligns with your personal goal and purpose in life. It might not be easy to have answers to these questions. So it's definitely good to have a career coach to work things through with, together with you to help you to identify some of these aspects that can help to guide you in your decision-making process. Oh, wow. It almost feels like I'm being coached right now and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a very important motto to have in one's career. The more you work, the happier you are. I do believe that that's a good way to gauge if in your current job, you really think that it is the right one for you. So some people might not think that what they are currently doing in their work is suitable for them. So maybe they've changed department or maybe their work uh, job scope have changed. Or perhaps, you know, they have been, uh, someone who is seeking for a job has been offered a job and they don't know if it is suitable for them. And they're kind of unsure what to do next. What would your advice be for someone in that position I think it is very normal, right, to feel that you do not like what you are doing now or that you are not suitable for your current role. What is important is to remain adaptable and be ready to explore new opportunities. So the first thing to do is uh, to actually be able to know yourself well. So before you decide if an industry or a job is suitable, you will need to gain better clarity of your career needs and aspirations. And this can be done 
okay, through reviewing your career values, interests, personality, and skills. So in short, we have this acronym, okay, VIPS, okay, to refer to these four areas. So maybe let me briefly explain what VIPS means. So when we look at values, these are your priorities, such as work-life balance or having recognition at work. Recognizing what you value in a job actually helps you to identify the job options that best fits your needs. For interest, this refers to your preference for a particular type of work or activity. And this is often associated with your passion and motivation at work. So when your interests match the work that you do, chances are you will be more driven and you will strive to do well in the environment. For personality, we do see that when there is a congruence between individuals' characteristics and their surrounding work environment, that actually gives rise to positive motivations at work. Looking at the personality aspect, asking someone who is very introverted to be doing a stand-up presentation to a large audience, that type of work may not put this person in their best form. So having the right fit of the kind of job role or environment to the person's personality can actually mean a lot to one's performance. And comfort as well. And comfort, yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. So a lot about personality is really about how comfortable we are okay, in that particular uh, job task. If we feel comfortable, we are more likely to enjoy the work that we do. Yeah, that really makes sense. Lastly, skills. So this is where you identify your skills in the job roles where you can value add in. For example, uh, if your interests and values lie in helping others and directly contributing to society, you can consider a career in the healthcare or social services sector. Uh, you can check out the RISAC profiling tool on the My Skills Future website uh, so that you can know your VIPS better. You know, I think this is really something that we don't appreciate and even spend enough time on. And that is to actually get to know ourselves better before even jumping onto a new job. You know, that's really a great tip you shared about reviewing one's careers, VIPS, values, interests, personality and skill. Something which I've learned today. So do you have any other advice for them? Take stock of your skills inventory and determine what are the hard skills and transferable skills that you possess. You can do that by reflecting on the skills that you have acquired in your previous roles and determine what are transferable. Transferable skills are the knowledge, abilities and behaviours that are forged from both formal and informal work. For example, you acquired them from volunteering work, which can be applied to the job descriptions published by hiring employers. Most soft skills are transferable and applicable across many industries as they are general work habits. So take the tech industry for instance. Skills like creative thinking, stakeholder management, business needs analysis, and project management. So these are skills that are in demand and transferable from non-tech roles. It is also important to be able to articulate how you have acquired these skills from your previous work. Once you have identified the industry that you are interested in and the skills required, compare it to your own skills. Identify any skills gap and take up causes to bridge those gaps. You can consider tapping on the broad range of company attachments under the SG United Mid-Career Pathways program to help job seekers find out more about the industry. 
trainees in the program can widen their professional networks and gain meaningful industry-relevant skills and experience by being attached to a host company for up to six months. I think that attachment is really very good because it gives you the on-the-ground experience to really help you bridge that gap. So if an individual has already reviewed you know, their career VIPS, uh, their values, interests, personality and skills, and they've also reflected on their existing skill set and they still feel lost and unsure, what else can they actually do? Well, they may want to consider seeking professional career guidance. So if you are feeling lost or unsure, we encourage you to approach the Workforce Singapore Careers Connect, the SG United Jobs and Skills Centre or the Careers Connect on the go. The Career Ambassador or Career Coach on-site will provide professional career advisory to guide the next steps in your career journey and job search. So speak to us or visit the Careers Connect website. So now that unemployment rates are almost reaching pre-pandemic numbers, right? Job vacancies in certain industries, they are shrinking and in certain industries, they are really booming. So with stiffer competition, what are some tips and tricks or do's and don'ts to stand out to a potential employer? I have two points. Number one, customise your resume. And number two, impress your employers during the job interview process. So in terms of customising your resume, right? What I would assume is that for each job that you're applying for, so if you're applying for 10 different jobs, you need to ensure that you customise your resume to the job description at hand and not just use the same resume and send it out to 10 companies, right? Yes, you're right. So how exactly do I customise my resume for each different job that I apply to? So essentially, a resume is a space for you to communicate your story and it is the employer's first impression of you. And as many employers are using software called the applicant tracking system to filter resumes, that picks out keywords that employers are looking out for. So it is important that we tailor our resume using keywords that matches the job requirements in terms of knowledge, skills and attributes. In this way, your resume can be picked up for further shortlisting. You can also get a hint on what are the keywords to use by looking through the responsibilities and requirements section in the job posting. Yeah, so that is a very, very good tip for anyone who is currently actually seeking for a job. And it's really to match the keywords. But I'm not saying you copy and paste a job responsibility into your resume, but you just have to be very strategic with what are the keywords and still ensure that it is still your resume at the end of the day. So how exactly then do we impress employers in the job interview and to show that you are the right person for the job? So a job interview provides a job seeker a chance to showcase their skills, experience and attributes which are relevant to the role. So you only have a limited time frame to make that impression count. So this could be a very stressful situation for anyone. My advice is uh, remember to research on the company and understand the role that you are applying for. Prepare for common interview questions such as Tell me more about yourself. Why did you apply for this job? And why should we hire you? So essentially, show them that you are interested in this position and also do prepare a set of questions to ask the interviewers. This will turn your interview into a more two-sided conversation and help you decide 
if you want to work there. During the interview process, should you be the one to broach the topic about salary and compensation or do we actually leave it to the employers to bring it up? Okay, generally, if the interview process is going well and the employer is seriously considering you for the job, I think it's only a matter of time before the employer will bring up this topic on salary. Otherwise, I think it is better to focus your discussion on the job itself and how you can impress the employers during the interview. So on top of these tips, what else can I do to dazzle my potential employer? On top of these tips to improve your resume and interview skills, I think it is also important to be proactive and keep an open mind. Stay attuned to the changes in the industry, especially in this volatile environment. Speak to networks in the industry to understand the trends and when you're well prepared and demonstrate to employers that you are familiar with the industry, it actually displays enthusiasm and proactiveness. So this tool will help you to stand out from the competition. So I think, yeah, it is really important to prep your mindset and attitude. So for people who are, you know, in transition to seek for another job or, you know, they are transiting into a new job right now, what would be some things for them to actually consider? Before making any decisions in your career, you can ask yourself uh, the reasons why you are doing so. Evaluate your financial situation and family support because a career change may result in a pay cut okay, as you are moving into a completely new role which may require you to start from the bottom. It is important that you take stock of your own financial commitments and have a frank conversation with yourself and your family to assess you know, if you can afford to make a career move. Also think longer term about the developments and progression opportunities of the new job. Right? Does it provide you with a chance to learn or to beef up your resume? For some others, uh, they may value other aspects more importantly, uh, depending on their life stage and priorities. For example, work-life balance or having a more stable career. One of the main concerns you might have if you're considering a career switch would be your finances. How to stay afloat? How do you bridge the gap between paychecks? So whether you're jumping straight into a new job or, for example, you need a break before you want to embark on a fresh start, it is good to always have an action plan and to ensure that you take charge of your finances, both short-term as well as long-term, so that you can move in between jobs with confidence and with peace of mind. The first thing you can consider is to set up a transition fund. A general rule of thumb will be to ensure that you have six months worth of expenses saved in this fund. This should be on top of your emergency funds, which is kept for your unexpected setbacks. It serves as a sort of savings account for you, which will help you transition from one job to another. So at the same time, this will give you the space to think through the choices that you want to make in life while you navigate this change instead of just diving straight into a new job just for the income. The second thing will be to take stock of your financial commitments and your lifestyle and manage your outflow. So basically, this means you sit down and you ensure that you know exactly what you're paying for, the lifestyle that you are leading right now, and at the same time, you need to manage your overall spending. The third thing 
you need to ensure that you have enough in your ordinary account for your monthly housing loan repayment. Now, these are for people who own houses and this will ensure that when you're not working, it also means that you'll stop receiving CPF contributions. So if you're paying your monthly housing loan instalment with your ordinary account savings, you do need to ensure that enough is set aside in your ordinary account. Otherwise, you'll have to pay off your monthly mortgage loan in cash. And lastly, don't forget your other savings that you will need for your future. So while it is crucial to think of the short-term action plan for your everyday needs, don't neglect your other savings such as your housing as well as your healthcare expenses, which is really important. Your CPF provides you with a solid foundation for your retirement needs as it helps you grow your money steadily over the years even as you undergo a job transition right now. So if you are contemplating on a career switch, do remember to plan ahead with CPF in mind as well. So Chi Leong, before we come to the end of this podcast, do you have anything else that you would like to add? Uh, well, I think making a career switch can be pretty daunting at first and there's going to be so many considerations to think through. One advice is try not to do it alone. It's always good to have someone else to talk things through. But it might be good to engage a career coach from the BSG to help you through. And if you need additional support, do get in touch with a career coach just like Chi Long here to help you streamline your job search process. Go to the Careers Connect website for more information. I'm Andrea and you've been listening to Let's Talk CPF. Before you go, we would love to hear from you. Email us with your questions or comments at podcast at cpf.gov.sg so we can create better content for you. You can also leave us a review on the platform you're listening from to help others learn about our podcast. For the latest news, visit cpf.gov.sg slash podcast or follow our social media pages. Thank you once again. Until the next time, let's talk CPF. <laughs>